Hello, everyone. My name is Cynthia Bampton, and I'm the co-founder of the Awaken Life Project. And I'm starting a new podcast, and this podcast is basically going to be focused on how to live an awakened life in today's society. So it's called Waking Up to Life with Cynthia. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to talk about things that are very relevant to your life today, whether it be relationships, love, uh, aging, uh, coronavirus, whatever's happening here and now in the world um, and in your life. I'd like to be able to transmit to you another perspective, a new perspective on how you can look at things. And hopefully you'll be able to not only deal with the complexities of life today, but you'll also be able to bring more love, more light, more understanding, more empathy into this world through your own understanding and through your own freedom. So I hope you decide to join me. I look forward to it. Good evening, everyone. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what it means to make your life real. So what I mean by that is, how much of your life are you actually denying? So are you trying to deny feelings of fear or feelings of sadness? And then you try to put on a happy face or you try to keep yourself very busy so that you can avoid any discomfort. You can avoid the intensity of fear or the pain of sadness. So most of the time, most of us are running away from particular parts of our experience. So you need to look into your own experience because that's where it'll become real to you. So there's an idea that life should always feel good. And when it doesn't feel good, we think there's a problem. And then when we have a problem because life doesn't feel good, then we start to draw conclusions about ourselves. We start to think that there's something wrong with us. We start to think that things should be different. We get very fascinated with the stories in our minds and the conditioned behavior that we have. So a lot of the ideas that we have about things and life should feel good is one of them and also that life should be easy. So if you think about that one, when something is hard, you know, it takes effort There's an idea that we have that it should be easy. So the fact that something is taking effort, it's just wrong. (laughs) And uh, so what this sets up, it sets up a whole drama. It sets up a problem. It sets up the idea that you are the problem. And then we spend our whole lives um, trying to fulfill some idea, whether the idea is, is that life should feel good or the idea that it should be easy. And those are just two of the ideas. So when you start to look into your own experience and uh, your own relationship to your existence, you're going to find that you have a lot of ideas about pretty much everything. And usually the ideas that you have 
are in contradiction to what's actually occurring in any given moment. So it's very easy to always think that the experience that you're having right now, it shouldn't be like this. So, Eckhart Tolle has a quote, and I'm paraphrasing here. Um, it's something about, how do you know that the experience you're having is the one that you need? It's because it's the experience that you're having. So basically what he's saying is, don't run away from the experience you're having, and don't try to change the experience you're having, because if you accept the experience that you're having, you see, then you're going to be able to see the reactions that you have from whatever is arising. But you're also going to see the ideas that you have that are in contradiction to the experience that you're having. So we want to make this real right here and right now. So you might just want to take a moment after this podcast is over, but you could do it right now. And, and just look and say, do I think that life should always feel good? Now the interesting thing is, your automatic response would say, of course not. I don't think life should always feel good. That doesn't make any sense. But then start to watch your relationship to the experience that's arising in any given moment. And just start to watch how often you want that experience to be different or to change. Okay? So now that we're all, I think many of us are in quarantine because of the coronavirus, you know, it's bringing up a lot. And just, you know, go throughout the day. Whenever you're listening to this, take the next hour, the next couple hours, and just see how often you're dissatisfied with the experience you're having. And then look and say, well, why am I dissatisfied? And when you see why you're dissatisfied, it's because you think it should be a different way. And then you can ask yourself, well, why do I think it should be different than what it is? And then you'll find that you have an idea. And it's all based on some idea. And then you say, well, where did that idea come from? And, you know, sometimes you can trace it back to cultural conditioning or gender conditioning. But then you say, well, where did that idea come from? And you keep taking it back. And half the time, what we find out is that we are living our lives trying to live up to an expectation of an idea that we don't even know where it came from. It's just interesting to see this because what happens then is we're in a, we're in a constant a state of discontent. We're constantly thinking something is wrong. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Something is missing. Something is missing. But if we just stop, the beauty of this is if you stop and you, you do a practice of just saying, okay, I'm not going to try to change any aspect of my experience, but I'm also noticing that the mind is spinning out and it's saying, no, this, this isn't how it should be. So what you want to do is you want to just watch all of this play out. And as I say in almost every podcast, you want to look and say, wow, I am aware of the movement of mind right now. I am aware of the attachment to having things be a certain way. I'm aware of this whole movie that's playing out in front of me. 
I am that which is aware. I am not the content of my awareness. So the reason why I'm bringing this all up is because when you start to see that you are in a state of constant discontent, and of course we all have moments of happiness, um, so I'm not saying that uh, you never experience any happiness or joy, but then when you are happy and joyful, a lot of time the thought comes up that says, oh, it's not going to last. So then again, you're pulled away from maybe the happiness and joy that's actually there and arising in that particular moment. So no matter what's going on and where you are, if you're quarantined, if you're not quarantined, you know, the, the fact that we're in a state of uh, not knowing what's going to happen with the coronavirus because, you know, lots of different things are going on, lots of information's out there. We don't really necessarily know what's really true and what's not true. We have to just do the best we can. But it's a perfect time that we don't want to waste this opportunity that we have to watch and see how often you live in an insistence that my experience should be different than it is. Okay, now when you, when you start to notice this and you start to shift your attention to being that which is aware instead of the problems that are arising because you want to change your experience and the contraction that happens around that, just watch it play itself out. And as you're watching all of the problems that are created that are going on in the movement of mind, saying it shouldn't be like this, I don't like it, I want it to be different. Notice that there can be a lot of movement in the mind and there can be a lot of intensity. But if you are shifting your attention back to that which is aware and you're resting there, you will actually be able to start to recognize a deeper dimension of yourself that's always still, always calm, always free, always uh, deeply relaxed, ease of being. And as you're resting in that, you can see the agitation of the mind and the contraction you feel in the body. And you can watch it and you can recognize that's what I think I am most of the time. So when we look at how we live, this is what's very, very interesting. When we look at how we live, we see that we actually are living in a state of discontent, as I said earlier, but also a state of agitation. So just objectively look and say, if I think that my experience should be different a lot of the time, if not most of the time, and I'm constantly looking to make it different, and I'm trying to change my experience, that's the agitation. I have to change this. I have to change this. And then I'm going to be happy. Then I'm going to be relaxed. But the problem is, is that maybe the situation changes, but you still don't like it. And you still want it to be different. What I'm describing to you is the moment um, that you can recognize that you can liberate yourself from this agitation. But you can also recognize how addicted we are to the agitation. This is a very, very important part of waking up to what life really is. You have to wake up to the habit and the addiction 
to discontent and agitation. Now when you wake up to this, you can get frustrated with it or you can be liberated by what you're seeing. So if you get frustrated with it and then you think, oh my God, I want it to be different, you see you're back in that loop again. But if you recognize, oh my God, I'm living in a constant state of discontent and an addiction to agitation and you just accept, oh my God, that's what I do. You see in that moment you're liberated because you're not trying to change any aspect of your experience and then you're free from it. In some ways it seems like it's magic. It's like, how can that be? I'm accepting the situation and I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. But I'm not free. I'm not happy. I'm agitated all the time. I'm discontent. I'm never deeply relaxed. And then when I just accept that whole movement, all of a sudden, how is that? I'm relaxed. I'm free. So in that moment, what's happening is you're getting in touch with who you actually really are, the self, the I am presence, that which is prior to or before all of the content that's arising. So of course, the reason why this coronavirus is such a huge opportunity in many different ways, but the way I'm putting it now, it's a huge opportunity because I would imagine that many times throughout the day, if you do this practice, you're going to see, God, I wish I could go here. I wish I could go there. I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. And you're never present with actually what's happening here and now. And when you stop trying to change your experience and you're with what is actually happening and you accept it. And like I said, you rest more deeply into the self that is prior to the activity. You see, then you start waking up to what truly is here, what truly is life. Life is not the agitation. Life is not the discontent. Life is not the ideas you have about yourself. Life is not, you know, your story. Life is not your history. Life is here. Life is now. Life is basically that which is animating everything in your awareness. And life is awareness itself. And that is who you are. You are not the story. There's just a habit and it's the habit of ego. It's the creation of ego. When you're dissatisfied with the experience you're having and you're making it into a problem. And as soon as you make a problem, then you have a story because you're the person with a problem. You're the one, somebody else is uh, doing something to you and you don't like it and it's their fault, you know, and it's, it's all part of your story. And, and then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and very complex. So I just want you to notice that you can be free here and now. You can recognize, you can recognize your habits here and now. There is no other time to recognize your habits. And you can also recognize your true self that's prior to all of these habits.
and you can do that here and you can do that now and you've got the perfect opportunity no matter where you are if you're quarantined and you're by yourself if you're quarantined with other people and even if the coronavirus wasn't actually happening you see you can do this all the time because you don't need a coronavirus to cause a problem human beings we can make a problem out of pretty much anything sometimes we can make a problem out of being too happy or successful we can make a problem out of having too much money of course we can make a problem about having no money we can make a problem out of being too happy we can make a problem out of being unhappy you see you have to recognize that your separate self you know what we call ego ego exists in the moment that you decide that what is happening in your experience is wrong and there is a problem and something is missing that's the creation of ego the activity of ego in any given moment okay so take this opportunity just to watch and see what's really going on in your experience and then when you start to recognize this constant state of agitation or discontent recognize that you are that which is aware and then start resting in that and see what opens up for you just see for yourself do the work if you're in quarantine you probably don't have much else to do so you might as well take the time to liberate yourself from all the wrong ideas that you're basing your life on okay so I just leave you with that and uh, big hug to everyone and um, yeah let's just keep going Bye. Okay, so that's it for today. I hope what I've said has helped you. And then uh, let's see where we go on the next podcast. So remember, wake up, live an awakened life. And share this podcast with your friends. All right. Bye.